everybody welcome back into mining stock daily happy to welcome in a frequent guest and uh really one of the best analysts in the junior mining market that i know of that's mr david earthly the junior miner junkie uh david welcome back in how you been great trevor thanks Leon, for having me on always great to talk to you yeah you know i really wanted to bring you on because we we closed down the month of august yesterday um if you just look at that monthly candle whole beautiful crap. <laughs> a nice Holy beautiful hundred dollar tail <laughs> uh really unreal uh where you know we started and where we bottomed and then actually uh recouped and yeah. you know, it, it was the biggest nothing burger of a month i think i've ever seen uh but yeah, was it was 90 cents on the month <laughs> yeah but it was really telling and so i really wanted to get your thoughts here Let's start out with gold and really what the volatility in the month of August told you, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. Well, the month the, the, the volatility in the month of August told me there's a lot, there's there's wasn't a lot of volume as far as the miners are concerned. You know, everybody's on vacation. For the first time in a year and a half, they've been able to take a vacation. So everybody's been taking advantage of it. And, um, you know, uh, we had that flash crash, which was also during a low volume event. You know, these opportunistic short sellers had a chance to take it down in the Asian market when there was a uh, there was a holiday in Singapore and Hong Kong, I believe. And uh, they, they, they got it down to that 1675 area for what is a triple bottom on the on the on the daily chart and uh, the weekly chart, but is a double bottom on the monthly chart. Um, but as, as far as the miners are concerned, you know, the GDXJ was trading down. It, it got below that, that magic 41 level, which was really strong support going back to guess what, when it was 1550, when gold was trying to break out of 1550 a couple of years ago. So the, 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 the juniors were already, were already pricing in 50, 1550 gold. Well, unfortunately for the shorts, they weren't able to get it any lower than 1675. So either the gold price has got a lot lower to go here, you know, ignoring that beautiful tail on the, on, on the monthly chart or the, or the juniors have a lot of catching up to do. And I think it's, it's the latter. I think the juniors have a lot of catching up to do, you know, um, if you take a look at, at, um, basically the tax loss selling starting in June, um, it's, it basically started in June this year, you know, first, you know, first of all, we didn't have any tax loss selling the last few years because everybody was buying gold in, in the, in the summer when it was breaking out for obvious reasons. So, um, when you had this June come out and, 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 uh, the fed come out and, uh, jawbone a taper, you know, a possible taper scaring everybody out of their, out of their losing minor positions while everything else is going up they're like okay i'm just going to take my tax loss now you know that's i'm going to call my broker and tell them that you know any news release is treated as a liquidity event to get rid of my position i don't care how good the assays are i don't care how positive the the the, the news release is you know sell my my uh my underwater miners and explorers for tax loss and then you know when i get back from vacation i'll treat it as a as a wash trade and maybe get back into the into it later so you had all these quality junior babies being thrown out with a lifestyle junior bathwater, which has created an incredible opportunity for for quality juniors here 
Yeah, it, it was really interesting month. I mean, not because just of the volatility with gold, but then you kept on seeing news that more central banks around the world were buying. Oh, yeah. uh, Peter Thiel, you know, your neighbor down there, the ritzy fanciest part of California, <laughs> uh, his company said they, they were going to uh, take gold as um, as ten gold bars, gold bars, 50 million in gold bars, not it, Bitcoin, 50 yeah, not- million in gold bars. And these guys. And these guys do the uh, do the computer work for the government. So they're yeah. privy to all these, you know, national secrets and things that they're doing. So, you know, that's a big that's a big like, huh? Yeah. When, when you see them buying 50 million in gold bars. Right. And I also yeah. saw a headline on Bloomberg that people looking to buy large amounts of physical gold are having a hard time getting it. Yeah. And the and premiums this, are still up there, too. They're super up there. But this kind of shows you how detrimental that paper market is on the Comex oh, yeah. to keep the price down. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it, it's amazing. It's it, it keeps happening. But guess what? You know, we all, we know that manipulation goes on not only in the gold market but in every market. The Federal Reserve manipulates interest rates every single day, so everything's manipulated. But you can't manipulate a trend, and the gold market is still in a bull market. The trend is still up. And that 1675 level is 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 the hard line in the sand that must hold here. Sure, it could still go down to 1550 and still be in an uptrend, but that 1675 level is looking awfully strong now. Mm-hmm. So 1675 looks strong. What are some points technically you're looking at on the upside that you'd like to see maybe get tested, if not breached, during the month of September? Yeah, well, right now it's hanging on to the 200-day moving average. It's, it's, it's bull flagging here on the daily chart as we as everybody waits for the next uh, catalyst, which is the jobs report that's going to come out on Friday. So there's pretty stiff resistance there at that 1830, 1835 level where it double topped on the daily chart. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see that taken out. And on a weekly closing basis, I'd like to see 1850 taken out. Yeah. That ADP announcement this morning, which was abysmal, did not do big much stinker. for gold. It was a big stinker, but the gold market didn't respond. Well, because the last time we had a stinker ADP, it didn't, it, it didn't, uh, it didn't reflect on the jobs report. The, 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 the subsequent jobs report that came out was strong. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's a big reason for that. Um, but um, you know, if you know that they're expecting seven hundred thousand jobs being created in this in this NFP that's coming up on Friday, so if they get close to a million, that's going to hit the that's going to hit the gold price. I wouldn't be surprised if if uh, seventeen eighty is tested. But then on the upside, if it's a big miss, you're, you're probably going to have that seventeen thirty five level tested, if not broken, um, the upside. And if you're t- if you're looking at levels on um, I'm looking at levels on the HUI as opposed to the GDX and the GDXJ right now because the GDX it looks like it's formed a, a, a double bottom there because as we know you know in the GDX we have royalty and streaming companies in the GDX but they're not included in the HUI so the HUI broke that really strong support at 250 a couple of weeks ago right and what when when it did that it created the next Monday, it created pretty much a bull trap reversal when, when, when um, the index got back over 250 and also the GDXJ, which broke strong support at 41, got back over 41 the subsequent Monday. 
So it got a lot of people out of position and it was kind of, it looks, it looks to me like it was a, it was a bear trap reversal now because now we've had weekly closes back above those levels again, but there's, there's, there's stiff resistance in the GDXJ at, at uh, 45 mm-hmm. and there's stiff resistance, resistance in the GDX at 33. So until we get closes above there, um, the miners are still susceptible to a bit more selling if gold gets down to that 1780 level after that jobs after the jobs report on Friday. So um, those are the levels to be looking out for right now. The valuations in the juniors have just been crushed throughout the summer, uh, but we did see a little bit of a redown Friday with the rebound in the gold and silver mm-hmm. price. Uh, you know, the, the just incredibly cheap valuations and some of these really nice well-managed good asset juniors that are cashed up through 2022 yeah are you are you are you loading up on positions you already had places in are you putting some more cash to work i know that i've been taking pieces here and there adding Mm -hmm. to positions because i was just like i fundamentally is like they shouldn't be this cheap yeah i mean over the since mid-august i was adding to core positions and i i took on a few more uh, new positions scaled into a few more. Um, I still have about 10% cash because I'm waiting to see what happens here. And also, uh, as you know, uh, where I'll be seeing you live and in person at the Beaver Creek conference here next week, uh, I got a bunch of meetings with, with uh, a lot of companies on my watch list and I'll be, I'll be um, vetting them a little more to figure out which, which uh, uh, two or three that I might add further on down the road. Yeah. I want to ask you about silver. Uh, it's been interesting. Silver actually seems to be slightly outperforming gold for the first time in quite a while. Uh, at the same time, it does seem like the big miners, the big boys are starting to mm-hmm. show a little bit of breath there as well. Uh, both those two anecdotally are, those seem to be fairly good signs yet. You know, it's hard to say given the last couple of days to say, you know, that's a trendsetter, but it feels pretty good. Yeah. I mean, um, generally, Miners and silver lead gold in both directions. So when we had that downdraft since June, the miners and silver were showing relative weakness during that entire downdraft. And then um, last week, Monday, not this Monday, this past Monday, the last Monday, we had the miners and silver begin to to show relative strength. And And that's continued into this um, next catalyst, which is like we, like, like I just said, which is the, the, the uh, non-farm payrolls report for Friday. Yeah. Um, you know, um, so, um, you know, algorithms will be looking at, will, will be, will be uh, set to key numbers and um, we're, we're, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I mean, when you see the silver price and you see the miners outperform to show relative strength against the gold price, that's always a good sign. I do want to, you know, following the Jerome Powell kicking the can down the road and committing to absolutely nothing, <laughs> it seemed like, uh, you know, everything caught a bid after that on Friday. Yeah. Um, except the dollar. It, except the dollar. But it does seem that the major market boards, the big indices, the S&P, the NASDAQ, are continue to be bid on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see that trend changing, actually just me personally through the rest of the year, unless something, some sort of catalyst black changes swan, that some sort of black swan event. Yeah. yeah. Some sort of event. But 
I guess to follow up, can the miners and precious metals continue to compete in that type of environment where maybe the S&P does reach 5,000? Yeah, it's going to be awfully tough. Um, I, I can say that I, I think it's a good chance that, that the miners have bottomed here, um, but you're not going to see them st- uh, the gold market or the miners start to break out until you start to see some weakness in, in the equities. So they start until you start to see some fear out of in, in the equity market. You start to see it rolling over. Um, you know, we could we've been saying ad nauseum that, that equities are overvalued and they are. But, you know, U.S. equities are, are the best game in town here with, you know, with negative interest rates as far as the eye can see. And the European Union destroying their bond market and their currency with negative interest rates since 2014. So, you know, um, blue chip equities that, that pay healthy dividends are a great place to be right now. So um, that as long as that continues, um, it's, it's going to be difficult for, for for the mining sector. But I will say this, that. Um, once the gold price finally gets back above 1950, I think that's when the miners will, the, the juniors will really start to outperform the miners again. Do you think we could see that by the end of the year? Or is it just maybe too difficult? It's too difficult for me to, for me to prognosticate anything like that. But um, I can tell you that, that if you're concentrating on, on um, juniors that are, that are, that are de-risking, high margin projects that are large district scale that are in, in safe jurisdictions. And those are on sale right now with, with, with serially successful management teams. And they were smart enough to cash up uh, through next year. I think you'll do pretty well. All right. Uh, I want to throw a couple of companies out there that I know you cover, but just have had sure. some pretty good news out there. I want mm-hmm. to start with Integra resources first I knew you would. <laughs> in a while. That was some high grade stuff out of Florida mountain. Uh, your, your reaction. It was, yeah, very positive. You know, um, I added to my Integra position um, uh, sometime in August. You know, when it when it got down to those lower levels, and um, that's another that's another stock that that uh, that had a false breakdown. Um, you know, it 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 had strong support at three three twenty five on the Canadian chart, and um, it's funny it broke that level on twenty five thousand shares traded one day. Mm-hmm. And um, it, that's all it lasted was a day, and it went right back up. And um, I really like that project. I really like that management team. Um, they 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 check all the boxes. Um, I know the 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 one kind of ding on it is it's gonna t- it's gonna take another few years to get that mining permit. But um, the project the project looks really good, and I know they're probably gonna need to raise cash sometime next year. Another one, uh, Marathon Gold, not only because of their continued development of the Valentine uh, Gold Project in Newfoundland, but really it is continues to set the standard for Newfoundland development plays. And you see all these exploration plays popping up around mm-hmm. Newfoundland. Uh, mm-hmm. What is the significance of, you know, Val- of the Valentine Gold Project getting up and going and what it means for the entire province with exploration? Oh, it's hugely significant. You know, I've been in Marathon for quite some time now. And um, it's been one of my largest positions, and I'm also in Integra with you as well. Um, but yeah, I mean that uh, Phil Walford basically put Newfoundland back on the map. You know, there's a, a huge mining tradition in Newfoundland, Labrador, and it, it had gone dead for a while. But that you know that, that that discovery that they made there, and the subsequent de-risking of the project as it gets bigger and bigger, it's up to 4.8 million ounces and still growing now. Um, that put Newfoundland back on the map. 
So, and then when Sean Ryan came over there and started staking all this ground, like he did in the Yukon, um, that helped it even further. And him saying that, you know, if he, if he'd found Newfoundland before he found, uh, he wish he'd found Newfoundland before he found Yukon. So he likes Newfoundland even better than you, than Yukon. And you've got all these exploration companies. I think there's 30 of them or so that down there now up there now, I should say. And, um, you know, it's newfound gold with this discovery and it's, it got up to a ridiculous market cap of like 1.5 billion on just some drill results. So, yeah, I mean, it, it got overheated and a lot of, some of that, some of that enthusiasm is coming off now as it should, but, um, you know, what we're looking for, what we really need in this sector is a major discovery. We need a Voises Bay type discovery to get people enthused in this sector again, to get retail money back into the sector again. So that, you know, I mean, is it going to be new? Is it going to be newfound gold's discovery? I don't know. Um, is it going to be, uh, you know, there's, I'm also in another company there called Labrador Gold. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know, but it is exciting to see uh, an area play like that get a, get a lot of publicity, especially when it's in a top tier jurisdiction. Uh, one company I know you and I both follow and own that has kind of some headwinds to it is Alexco Resources up in the Yukon. Uh, mm-hmm. People have been very patiently waiting for that mine to get commissioned up and going, cash flowing. Uh, obviously been a lot longer. I know you probably have a meeting next week with the I team, do. as do I. I'm going to, you know, I think they know what questions are going to be coming for them. But, you know, really from what you're saying, what has been the challenges with the Bingham Canyon project and uh, Kino, excuse me, the Kino Hill project up there? Yeah, that is another stock that that I own and I've been in for, uh, for quite some time. You know, I did really well on it in the last bull market. Uh, but basically, uh, you know, in one word, in two words, COVID restrictions. You know, it's killing them. Um, it's making things really, really slow, progress really, really slow. Um, but I think it might end up being to their 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 benefit that it's that it's taking longer because I think by the time they do get into commercial production, the silver price will be over thirty dollars an ounce. Um, I think that yeah, that's the, the, the biggest reason is it's COVID restrictions. But you know, they raise they raise more money at the right time and uh, they got plenty of money and they've even got a credit facility which i, I don't think they're gonna they're, they're gonna have to, to tap into um but uh, yeah i'm looking forward to meeting with them and getting an update oh, i look forward to sitting down and having a beer with you my friend next week <laughs> me too well deserved well deserved okay uh that's david earthly junior minor junkie junkie with a y you can go check him out juniorminorjunkie.com uh david have yourself a great holiday weekend we'll see you in up here in uh rocky mountains here next week Thanks, you too, Trevor. See you soon. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak to a licensed financial representative before making any investment decision.